This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. You are going to lift up your voice and say, Father, give me an encounter with your wall. An encounter that will change my life forever. Give me an encounter. Let light break forth into my life. Everyone, open your mouth. Open your mouth and bless him. Whether you are here in person or you are joining us online or in any of the platform, glorify his name. Tell him what you want. Tell him to send his word to you. Holy Spirit, we worship you. Send your word unto us. Blessed be your name. Let your word heal. Let it transcend continent. Let it go to the spirit realm. Let it go to boundaries. Let it go to people's heart. Let it go to nations. Let it go to communities. And heal and deliver from every shackles of the enemy. Father, we worship you. Blessed be your name. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. Now, jam your hand together for the King of kings, for the Lord of lords. His name is Jesus Christ. He's the ancient of days. Help me celebrate my father. Worship him. Jam your hands together for him. The Bible says, clap your hand, oh ye people. Shout with a voice of triumph. In the book of Psalm 47, verse 1. Woo! Father, we worship you. Blessed be your name. Amen. While you remain standing, you are going to pray. separate me and my destiny from anything from any association that will separate me from heaven go ahead and make that your prayer just the keyboard thank you lento kabalea enko tekosa brethren the summary of the race is heaven what will it profit him against you? After all the running here and there, pray. Let no heart go back to say Jesus I know you are alive please say it well say Jesus I know you are alive Jesus I know you are alive visit me today go ahead and make that your prayer welcome to the prayer room what do you do in prayer room you pray what do you do in prayer room you pray that is not a place where you are pressing it is a place where you pray I don't know what you're doing. In Palo Tantaketa, Elukamania, the word says that as Peter was ministering, the Holy Ghost fell upon them that hear. Let the same word be repeated here this hour. Let it be repeated for in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. take your seat. This afternoon or rather this morning the Lord began a topic with us on the type, type on the topic titled dealing with obstacles to effective prayer. A month has been declared as a month where I will prevail in the place of prayer. But one thing that constantly challenges my heart is that people praise but there are no results why what is the problem does it mean people don't pray does it mean people don't ask does it mean people don't seek god does it mean people don't go to church the reason is 
there are many reasons. And we began by looking at a few of the reasons. Number one, idols of the heart. And we say this part can be very dangerous because it's very difficult to detect. And we said number two, walking in the counsel of the ungodly. And there we examine the examples of the sons of the descendants of Reuben, Korah, Datan, and Abiram. In this afternoon, we are going to continue with number three. Obstacles. Why people's prayers are not answered. There's so many of them. In fact, the book of James, I believe we talked about it last week, talks about doubt. When people doubt or people are praying to consume it on their own flesh. But what else? What else? Number three. Standing in the way of sinners. Standing in the way of sinners. Standing in the way of sinners. Now, from where we took our Bible reading from, now we can see that blessed, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So we've looked at that. Like we said, the ungodly don't know the way of God. They don't know the way of God. Now, not standard in the ways of sinners. You want your prayer answered? Avoid this. Avoid walking in the counsel of the ungodly. Or for example, maybe as a married woman, another woman encourages you and says, go and divorce your husband. Is that a good counsel or a bad counsel? Let's respond. Uh, maybe you are not sure. I said a married woman, another person advises you to divorce your husband. Is that a good counsel or a bad counsel? That is a bad counsel. That's an ungodly counsel. You don't need prophet to tell you that. So, now, not standard in the ways of sinners. What are the ways of sinners? And who are sinners? Now, we are going to look at sinners in three categories. Number one, sinners are God's enemies. And their prayers cannot come to God except they repent. No standard in the ways of sinners. Now, people who have never heard about the saving power of the Lord Jesus Christ, people who have never heard, they are still wallowing in their sin, they are sinners. Nobody has told them about Jesus. Nobody has told them that there's a man who died for them. Nobody has told them that they, are, they don't have to go to hell category one category two are people who have heard about Christ's saving power but refuse to accept him as their Lord and Savior they are still sinners sinners are sinners in any way you look at it whether the first category people who have not heard it they are sinners people who have heard it but yet they refuse to repent they just love to dwell in sin you hear some people they love to go to hell they love to go to hell they don't want to go to heaven now those are sinners now people who have accepted Christ category 3 people who have accepted Christ but still loves and practicing their best friends are sinners but they don't see anything wrong in it they still visit places that Christians should not visit they are also the same sinners. Or to somebody who kills, is a sinner. To somebody who fornicates, is a sinner. To somebody who lies, is a sinner. To somebody who stole property that is not his own, is a sinner. To somebody who bears false witness against neighbor, is a sinner. So there are different ways. Now, let's look at the book of Romans. Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3. Now let's begin the reading from verse 20. Therefore by the deeds of the Lord, there shall be no flesh justifying his side. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace 
Uh-huh. Okay. For the remission of your sins uh-huh, that are past through the forbearance of God to declare, I say, at this time, is righteousness. Okay? Uh-huh, so when you believe in Jesus, you have been justified. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Continue. Uh-huh. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. Now jump to chapter 6. Read from verse 20. For when you were the servant of sin, you were free from righteousness. What are the kind of fruit? What do we what are the fruit that we see with sinners? Number one. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Hold on. What are the kind of fruits that a sinner will bear? Remember, we are looking at obstacles to prayer. What are the kind of fruits? You see, sinners don't have conscience. They sin and they clean their mouth. Like no conscience. Nothing prick them in their heart. Their conscience is dead. They tell them, why are you chasing after another man's wife? What is the big deal? It's a dead conscience. Now, sinners are not expecting the return of the Lord. We are talking about the kind of fruit they bear. Sinners think that they are only going to live in this world. Sinners hate the company of believers. Sinners hate the word of God. You know why? Because their deed will be exposed. Sinners, they hate to hear the truth. Why? Because they are doomed for damnation. Now, you can go on and on and on. Now, continue. Okay? Now, ask me, there is no sinner that is not ashamed of his or her deed. Is it an Amorabha that they called? Have you seen them? They said they, some of them shared it here. Uh, they are sorry. It was the devil. They keep blaming the devil. Everybody blame the devil. Go ahead. For the end of those things is dead. Go ahead. Uh huh. Okay. Now you have your fruit unto holiness. Now let, let us pause. So the question is. If you are not in these categories, do you have your fruit unto holiness? And the end of your life unto eternal life? Now verse 23. The only profit you get from being a sinner is death. Physical death, spiritual death. Death of every kind. Now, the story was told of a good man of God who after he had labored, he decided somehow not to. He stopped paying his tithes. And he thought God was not interested in his tithes. And then the next day was that leprosy catch up. From nowhere. He held the man. Ah. And then people begin to wonder, what is going on with your life? By the singular act, he has been consistent over the year. He thought God doesn't pay attention. And then leprosy catch up with him. At the near of death, he repented. And then he started praying. And God showed him mercy. And again, when he started praying, he started again. What happened? His health was restored back to him. Brethren, you see, the wages of sin of any kind is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Ask three people, have you received the gift of God? Ask somebody, have you received the gift of God? Have you received the gift of God? So, brethren, if you belong to this category, 
of sinners. You stand in the ways of sinners. Another sinner is somebody, you know that somebody is in sin and you are not saying it. You are not telling them that they are sinners. You are not bringing the word of God to them. You are also standing in the way of sinners. And this thing hinders prayer. Look at what the Bible, the Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not. So don't walk in the counsel of sinners. When you do, you are also a partaker of their sins. And it hinders people's prayer. Now, look at it. Imagine globally. See the number of people praying. Both Christian and non-Christian. People go to mountains. People go to different rivers. People go through harbors. People go to different places to go and pray. To go and pray to God. But the same set of people that goes there, maybe they actually, maybe even before they left, they've actually taken somebody's wife. Or maybe they, they've aborted. Or maybe they've killed. Have you forgotten that even armed robbers, they bring their tithes. They pay tithes, some of them. Do you think God will accept that? No. Even prostitute as well. Brethren, if we want our prayer to be answered immediately, stay away from the company of sinners. Anyone that refuses to accept Jesus Christ, anyone that still practices sin, is a sinner. And the reward they will get is that there's no two way around it. Now, if you belong to any of this category, it is not too late to repent and to come back to Christ. Number four. Number four. Obstacles to effective prayer. Now, in the same verse, no standard in the seat of the scornful. Who are the scornful? They are the fools. The scornfuls are people who make a mockery of the gospel. You tell them there is power in the name of Jesus. They say it's a lie. Where is the power? Where is the power? Or you tell them Jesus is coming back again. They say we heard it before. And they tell you that oh, all pastors are liars. Don't mind them. They are just sitting your time. Your time. They deny the power there. They scornful. This why is a fake testimony. They don't see anything good in the house of God. It's comfort. And the Bible said that the fool says in his heart, there is no God. When these things are the characteristics of your life, brethren, it hinders prayer. Even if you go to the highest mountain to pray, it's the same. God is everywhere. He hears prayer. You can pray inside your car and it will hear you. You can pray as you are sitting down now and it will hear you. You can pray in the kitchen and it will hear you. You can pray while you are walking and it will hear you. You can even pray in your washroom and it will hear you. You don't need to go to a mountain. You don't need to begin to run to one river before you, your prayer gets answered. No. The question is, are you sitting in the seat of the scornful? Now, a good example is the man called Saul of Tarsus before he was converted. Let's look at the book of Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9. Actually, let's read from Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8. Let's read from verse 1. And Saul was consenting unto his death. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. He made a work of the church. Any advocate against the church is, is an advocate against Christ. And when you make an advocate against Christ, it's like you are confronting a mountain. That person will be grounded because Christ is a mountain. See, now go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Mark chapter 9 from verse 1. And so, the same Saul, he was a scornful before. Now, see what happened. Go ahead. Uh-huh. 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 He even went to them and said, give me a letter to persecute them. Have you, have, you, have you not heard of people, even believers, who seek for legal counsel against church, against fellow believers? The question is, when we engage in all these things, then they hinder prayer. When you engage in them, how do you expect God to answer your prayer? Jump to verse 4. And he fell to the earth. And he heard a voice. So, so, why persecuted thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I'm Jesus, whom thou persecuted. Aha. Now, jump to verse 10. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. 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 Uh, let's say it together. For behold, say it together. Say it for behold, he prayed. For behold. He prayed a persecutor. Now he's not praying. Brethren, when you come into Christ, if you say you are not a sinner, there are some things that will be evidence in your life. For Paul, he wasn't a man of prayer. But now, between that contact that he had with the Lord Jesus Christ, he began to pray. He began to pray. Are you one of the scornful? Don't sit down in the midst of discomfort. Now, let's go back to the same book of um, um, Psalms chapter 1. Psalms chapter 1. Number 5. Number 5. I want you to bow down your head and pray. Say, Father, deliver me from the companies of sinners. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Make that your prayer. Make that your prayer. Deliver me. That my prayer may not be hindered. You have a colleague at work who is doing something terrible. You could not even tell him. And you say you are a Christian. Parents, you have your daughters. That are going in the wrong way you could not even tell them you are supporting them you have sons that are going in a terrible way you could not tell them say father deliver me from the calmness of sinners for in jesus mighty name we have prayed now it says but his delight is in the law of the lord so avoid those three things in verse one what are they let's mention that what is number one the counsel of what? The ungodly. Number two, the ways of sinner. Number three, the seed of discomfort. Now, he said, but his delight is in the law of the law. And in his law, does he meditate day and night? When you are not a partaker of all the things mentioned, then your delight should be in the law of the law. Not just reading the Bible. But your delight is in it. You love it. You enjoy to, you know, reading the Bible. Every day and night you meditate on it before you go to bed. You apply it into your life. And he said, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in a season. His leaf also shall not wither. When you refuse to stand in the way of sinners, when you refuse to walk in the counsel of the ungodly, when you refuse to sit in the seat of discomfort, then you shall be like a tree planted by the river of water. Then you shall, you shall bring forth your fruit in a season, and your leaf shall never wither. 
I pray for you, you will never wither. And whatever he dwells shall prosper. Tell your neighbor, God is not a partial God. Tell your neighbor with confidence, my God is not a partial God. Say it as if you mean it, my God is not a partial God. My God is not a partial God. Whatever a man sweat, that he will reap. Praise the Lord. Now look at this in verse 4. The ungodly are not so. Still talking about the ungodly. But are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. He said, Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the what congregation is the Lord talking about? Heaven. Ungodlies cannot enter heaven. The sinners cannot dwell in heaven. So, brethren, for your prayer not to be hindered, you must do away from the ungodly people. Don't stand in the way of sinners and don't sit in the seat of discomfort. And he said, For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Next one. First Chronicle chapter 4. Hidden causes. Obstacles to effective prayer. Hidden causes. And this afternoon, if you are here and there's any form of cause in your life, in your family lineage, they are broken in the name of Jesus. I said they are broken in the name of Jesus. 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 Marital causes are broken in the name of Jesus. Marital causes are broken in the name of Jesus. Marital causes are broken in the name of Jesus. Financial causes are broken in the name of Jesus. Financial causes are broken in the name of Jesus. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Saying, Because I bear him in sorrow. And Jabez called on the God of Israel. Did Jabez call on his friends? Let's answer now. Who did Jabez call on? Who did Jabez call on? Who did Jabez call on? Now call on the God of Israel and you will be saved. Call on the Almighty God and you will be saved. There is no help in man. Vain is the help of man and the princes. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Pray to him. But the thing is that people want to come to God, yet they are also holding tight to the things of the world. God is holy, brethren. If you want to come to him, you want him to answer your prayer, you must do away from those things, from those luggages. Now, go ahead. Oh, that thou would have blessed me in day. And you are still going to make that your prayer. And enlarge my cause. In this week, God will bless somebody. I say in this week, God will enlarge somebody's cause. Your business will enlarge. I say your business will enlarge. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. You are going to rise on your feet. If God can answer the prayer of Jabez, he will answer your prayer. I'm not sure you hear that. I say, if God answered the prayer of Jabez, he will answer your prayer. If God answered the prayer of Jabez, he will answer your prayer. If God answers the prayer of Jabez, he will answer your prayer. If God answered the prayer of Jabez, he will answer your prayer. You are going to say, Father. You are going to say, Father. You answer the prayer of Jabez. Please answer my prayer today. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Make that your prayer. Father, you answer the prayer of Jabez. Please answer me today. Please answer me today. Please answer me today. Not tomorrow, now. Answer me, Lord. You answer the prayer of Jabez. Please answer me today. Please answer me today. Please answer me today. Please answer me today.
in Jesus mighty name we are praying now this is not for everybody please pay attention there is somebody here your brother your elder brother is in debt huge debt financial debt the Lord said I should tell you that as he helped Jabez he will help your brother as he helped Jabez he will help your brother I said as he helped Jabez he will help your brother he will help you in the name of Jesus take your seat we are still coming back to pray now Jabez as many of us are, are, you know, have known was a man that was born into sorrow his mother placed a curse on him and that cause became the emblem of his life it became like the things that he carries about so he was like living from hand to mouth begging his life was full of struggle his life was full of shame but the bible says something that and Jabez called on the God of Israel that means Jabez prayed Remember, I said when we were looking at the word, when we were talking about, when we were Sunday, uh, having the Sunday school, if you call upon the name of the Lord with the whole of your heart, He will answer you. Jabez prayed. He called on the God of Israel. Now, before Jabez could call upon the name of, on, the, on the God of Israel, he knew God. Do you know God? Do you know the ways of God? If you know God, then why are you still dipping your hand into sin? Jabez called upon the God of Israel. And the Bible said in Daniel eleven thirty two, 32, he said, those that knows their God shall be strong and do exploit. Do you know God? And lastly, on the obstacles, broken altars, broken altars many of us we've made a lot of covenant to God and to men that we are here to fulfill and they are standing as obstacles to prayers oh Lord if you can just help me to seek your admission to Canada I will serve you I will go to church all the time I will serve you I will serve you I will clean your house and God said okay Finally, God did it. Oh, ah, I need to go to work. I need to go to work. This land, you have to pay me. And the Spirit of God will come and say, Don't forget what you told me. I remember those promises you made. I remember this word. In fact, have you noticed that somehow the flash will just come to your face? You just remember those things. That is the Holy Spirit. You see, when there are broken altars in your life, they hinder prayers evil promises we make to men, fellow men. Or you promise somebody, I say, oh, maybe you can give you, you are here for your master's or PhD as a brother. And then you already told one sister in school, I said, don't worry, I'll come, I'll come, I'll come and marry you. Marry after my, my program. But you go to Canada, and you go to Mother Pankara Parish, and you can see another sister speaking and talking. So, wow. I don't think I saw where. I didn't see where. Ah, no, 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 no. Ah, no, 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 no. And then you start ignoring our call. Not picking our call. Brethren, it occurred to me that when men and men makes covenant, whether by words or by blood or anything, God Himself also stands by it. Joshua entered into a covenant with the enemy and God could not do anything with those enemies because of the covenant, man-to-man -man covenant. So many of us would play with words. You just make, you just make vow anyhow. And God is saying, ah, you remember what you said to that person many years ago. I remember. And so, now when the sister called, eh, I'm sorry, or perhaps she was even the one who got that money for your flight ticket. And now you came to Canada, you see, you see different sisters. 
and you are changing your mind. You say you have seen a different vision. <laughs> Broken altars, they hinder prayers. If you don't go back to God, Abraham built an altar. He left it and he went to Egypt. When he got to Egypt, he almost lost his wife. Not only did he almost lose his wife, there he came back with a luggage that will later become a problem to generations to come. Agar. He left his altar. He went to Egypt. In Egypt, they are both taking his wife. Not only that, he came with Agar. Agar wasn't a problem at that time. It wasn't a problem in the first 10 years when living with them until one day in the future. Brethren, when there is a broken altar, if there are promises you have made to the Lord, promises to say, Lord, I will serve you. Lord, I will love you. I will give to your work. I will serve you the whole of my heart. Lord, I will not defy myself. Lord, I will preserve myself. Lord, I will pray. Lord, I will do evangelism. And those things you are not doing them, they become obstacles to your prayer. Rise up your feet. I want you to reflect back. What are the promises that you made unto God or you have broken any of them? They are obstacles to prayers. Examine your life individually. Take about five minutes to pray. Come back to Him. What are those promises? Do you know promises as small as saying, Lord? When I wake up in the morning, I will dance to you. The day you did not do it, you will come and say, Remember, you made a covenant with me. You did not fulfill it. They hinder prayer. They hinder prayer. What covenant have you made with man and God that you are here to fulfill? Promises, vow. Make sure you are praying. What is the way out? I'll tell you in the next few seconds. But pray. Tell him you are sorry for any broken covenant you have had in the past. Let him know how sorry you are. Tell him, say, Lord, you have forgotten how he gave you that job. You have forgotten. You quickly forget. God keeps record. Even when you make a covenant with him in your thoughts, he knows it. Father, in any way I've broken my covenant with you, forgive me. When God was talking about the churches, in the book of Revelation, one of the churches said, go back to your first love. Many of you, go back to your first love. You are departing gradually from your first love. You remember how you used to serve the Lord with zeal. What has happened to your destiny? What has entered you now? That the fear of God is no longer there in your mind anymore. What is it that has become of your life? There is a God that has power over the spirit, soul, and body. His name is Jesus Christ. Amend your ways. Amend your ways before him. Tell him, tell him, tell him. I hope you are praying. You know why? God told me. He says, son, after this service, there's going to be a massive breakthrough. A massive breakthrough in the church. You will remember that the Lord said it. Because when these little, little forces are out of the way, then God opens his heaven and blessing comes. He begins to answer your prayer before you call, he answers you. Anyone you have made promises to that you have not fulfilled, go and fulfill them. It might be to your parents, fulfill them. God remembers promises. Promises you have made to the Lord. Pay them back. 
to your friends. Any ungodly promises that you have made, now the blood of Jesus is able to deliver you. The blood of Jesus is able to deliver you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Take your seat. Brethren, it is a very serious afternoon in the presence of God. The broken altars. What do you need to do? Number one, repent and turn to God. Repent and turn to God. How do we know you've repented? For instance, if you promise God and say, Lord, if you bring me to Canada, I will serve the whole of my heart. And you are not serving like before. Start serving like before. That's a sign that you repent. Or somebody you promise and say, I heard about it. International student. Was having problem with finances. And as a result of this problem, brethren ran together and they put money together. to one of the brethren, when I start walking, I will pay you back. I will pay you back. When we want something, we are quick at making promises. I will do this. I will do this. But when it happens, we forget. And God will stand and say, because of these things, your prayer cannot be answered until you fix it. Just like Jacob. We told the brother started walking. When he started walking, he even left the province. He left one or So somehow they met with him, whether in Ontario. They say, I'm wrong. What happened? Ah, he said, I'm sorry, you know, I just have to move, I move, I move. So how about the money you promised to pay the people that helped you when you were in school? Ah, he said there was problem back home. So since he started walking, so he's, they say, what are you doing with your money? He said, he's sending it back. Home. And the brother said, he asked him that. So if you did not finish your school, will you be able to help the people back home? One of the people that he was even holding money, about $2,000. Brethren, tongue speaking. And that's why prayers are not answered. It's not as if God doesn't hear. But there are a lot of hidden things in people's life. And so one of them wanted to get his $2,000. He went and stayed in his house from morning to evening. The brother did not show up. Would God be happy with that kind of thing? Can that brother pray after he has made people to, to labor for him? Now it is time for him to pay them back. He's doing them like this. Do you think God will be happy, brother? God is not a wicked God. People labor to help you to pay your tuition fee and you promise them you pay them back. You did not pay them back and you are praying. Forget about it. You are just wasting your time. So, brethren, this afternoon, as we get ready to pray, what promises have you made to men that you are yet to fulfill? I want you to think about it. Because God said in this week, there's going to be massive breakthrough in this church. To as many that hate to this. Maybe to your parents. Maybe you are not going to take care of your parents Maybe that is even your own portion. Maybe that's the case. That's the one that assigned to you. Brethren, this brother, at the end of the day now, he said, uh, he said, they should, they said that he thought they dashed him the money. Ah. They say about the written thing you wrote. He said that he thought they dashed him the money. So in Canada, people can just take 5,000 and dash. But he's done with school now. He's working. Promises to God, to man, we will give account. Rise up on your feet. I am dying, oh Lord. I have heard dying.
we take the communion of, I mean the uh, anointing oil for people that were not here in the first service or if you still want I perceive strongly in my spirit there are some people whose hand needs to be laid on this afternoon there are causes in your life there are some men like the case of the brother that I talked about I heard about a few weeks ago I can't just begin to mention them there was another one. He was formerly a member of this parish. You see, that's why when you are living a place, live, live as children of God. Somehow, he needed a reference. And they sent it to me. And I remember, I said, ah. And I remember the way he was living his life. But I made a vow within myself. I will never do any man. I will never speak evil against any man. So I still wrote the reference for him. Draw me nearer, nearer. If you know you are here this afternoon and you've not made Jesus, Jesus is able to break every curse in your life. Jesus is able to break every curse. He's able to break every curse. You know you've not made Jesus your Lord and Savior. Raise up your hand while we pray with you. You want to accept him as your Lord today and as your Savior. You want your name written in the book of life. That is the beginning of destroying the yoke, the causes, separating your destiny. The rest of you are praying your own case before God. You know those promises you have made. You want to make Jesus your Lord and Savior. You know those things you have done? Ask him for mercy. If you are online and you are saying, Jesus, save my soul. I know I have done some things in the past. I want to rededicate my life to you. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. I have heard thy word. I will not hide in my heart. Please cleanse me from all my sins. As from today, I declare that I am born again. I am free from the yoke of sin. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. 
that as from today, I may serve you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. Father, every of this one that I pray this prayer in their heart, whether online or anywhere they may be in the world, please draw them to yourself. Have mercy on them. Write their name in the book of life. Write their name in the book of life. Thank you, Father. Please, if you pray that prayer, send us your contact. One of our brethren will be, will be, will be available to reach out to you. Now, every one of us, we are going to lift up our two hands as we pray this prayer. You are going to say, Father. Say, Father. Every known and unknown causes that may be in my life or in my family that has been hindering my prayers or hindering my progress in life. This afternoon, deliver me from them all. Lift up your two hands and pray. Everyone, everyone, lift up your two hands and pray. Lift up your two hands. Pray, 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 pray. Can Tokazale, some of the causes are not from you. They are from your parents. They could be from the things that in the past it doesn't matter the blood of Jesus is able to cleanse you and deliver you father in the name of Jesus any cost that may be in the life of your children as they lift up their hands please deliver them deliver them deliver them causes that have hindered their prayers causes that have hindered their progress this afternoon by the reason of the anointing yokes are broken yokes are broken thank you my father thank you Lord Jesus for in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Lift those two hands to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, all these hands that are lifted up, I declare that these hands are blessed. I declare that you are blessed. I declare that in the name of Jesus, you are free from all the causes. I declare that in the name of Jesus, you are free from all the causes. The same God that answered the prayer of Jabez answered your prayer. I pray for you, your prayer will no longer be hindered. I pray for you, your prayer will no longer be hindered. Your testimony will be evidence before men. In the name of Jesus, any covenant or any vow, anything that you might have done in the time past, whether you are here in person or maybe online, whatever thing that you have done in the time past that may be speaking against your destiny, by the blood of Jesus, I cancel them. By the blood of Jesus, I cancel them. It's a new dawn for your family. It's a new dawn for you and your household in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Jam those hands together for Jesus. Jamie, Jamie, appreciate him, appreciate him.